Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode three of the Celestial Self Podcast. My name is Ani. I'm your co-host. And I'm Meadow. So we are going to start today's episode off with a card reading. So while Ani and I were getting warmed up, um, this gorgeous card, uh, by the way, I used the True Heart Intuitive Tarot book by Rachel True and her deck. Um, if you're interested, but I pulled the two of discs or more accurately, it kind of fell out while Ani and I were talking and I was shuffling and we both decided that that was a good sign and it's going to help kind of guide our conversation today. So, um, the imagery of it is a beautiful pink color and then it has like two light skinned feminine presenting brunettes who are like dancing or like tightrope walking. Um, with the two discs and then they're like in an infinity symbol. So what the guidebook says that this represents is balance, finances, effort, hard work, decisions, practical matters, and multitasking. That's like in the high vibe. On a low vibe, it can also represent a lack of control, sense of poverty, imbalance, greed, fiscal struggle. So um, I don't know, the topic for today that we were going to talk about is um, basically just about like our views of ourselves and our bodies and body image um, and how that interplays within like our spiritual growth. So I'm really curious to see like how like those those words or that imagery plays into um, ways of that topic I guess I don't know Ani what are your thoughts yeah definitely um we brainstormed some of the thoughts that we had surrounding the subject um and I feel like the words from that tarot description really feed into multiple layers of like body image and body identity um one that stuck out to me was the finances on the high end and the poverty on the low end, mm-hmm. how that can really affect someone's like perception of themselves. Um, you know, we see, we are so much more exposed these days via social media on celebrities, what kind of plastic surgery they're doing or um what are the trends that we're seeing in facelifts or box eyes or lip fillers, BBLs? There, the list goes on and on and it feels like it never ends of what is the trend to hop on right now. Um, and finances can really put someone in a position where they're able to get these done if they want to. And on the opposite end, if someone doesn't have the resources to get that done, if they want to, it can probably feel like they're stuck in a body that they don't want, which can lead to a variety of other, you know, issues in the rest of your life. So that's something that really stands out to me. So there's like two people. So there's like a balance between the two, Um, you know, living under capitalism, finances play a big role in almost all aspects of our life and body image is definitely one of them. 
Yeah. At first, like when I was reading it, my first thought was like, what in the world does money have to do with beauty? And then as you were talking, I'm like, duh, Meadow, it has everything to do with everything because we live under capitalism. Like with anything, you know, when you're looking at, um, you know, a, a trend or um, sometimes I think when I'm like hearing like an inner critical voice, or I don't even like to say inner because that makes it sound like it's coming from me, but like the nonverbal voice of like a criticism against myself is something that I'll try and ask myself is like, where does this come from? Like, is this me? Is this my idea? Is this something somebody told me? Is this something I've been indoctrinated for? Um, and so when you, when you're talking, it's really making me go like, oh yeah, like, duh, like follow. So like follow the voice, follow the money. Like, okay, well, why do I feel like if I don't, I don't know, I'm going to go with shave. Cause that was like my first ever, like, and we could talk about that. My first ever like rebellion was like not shaving. Um, you know, like when you look at like, when did women and like feminine presenting people like really start to remove body hair, like in the U S and it was like the industrial revolution. And, you know, like there's this whole history of like marketing of like, um, the making up products to sell and making up problem areas and like, you know, the diet industry and like, whatever, um, so yeah, if you start to feel real low on yourself about something, think about it. Like, is somebody making money off of this insecurity of mine? Like, is this teeth whitening gel, like making somebody money? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. I think everything, especially when it comes to body image has a larger purpose at play. There mm-hmm. are things beyond just that teeth whitening gel that are going on where someone's profiting off of insecurities that they created for Mm -hmm. us to have in which it's normal to bond over these insecurities and sometimes without even realizing that maybe they not some of these insecurities might not even be our own Mm -hmm. that we've established that they're been externally placed on us and that it would be weird quote here weird not to have them Um, so it's really interesting especially you know growing out of your adolescence and becoming an adult understanding more of what narratives have been created for me and like which Mm -hmm. ones have I created for myself especially when it comes to body image because our bodies will continue to change throughout our life now that we're adults they don't just stay the same right so yeah for sure that is definitely like bodies change for varieties of reasons like age like circumstances um I was just talking to somebody at work yesterday about um you know like pregnancy and like weight changes and like um, some instances of like fat phobia that I've gotten from medical providers. Um, and then also just like notions of like health and very limited views of it, even from people that are supposed to be professionals that just like, don't know shit about anything. Um, but yeah, pregnancy has just taught me a lot about the ways that bodies change. I, um, recently have been getting more into like sustainable fashion. So like clothes that are made to order, um, like off of Etsy, let me tell you, like Lithuania has the market cornered 
on linen dresses. Um, and in the like community of people who wear these clothes, um, like buying, selling and trading is very big. And so you measure everything. Um, so I took my body measurements for the first time, like last week for the first time since like I've been in recovery and I was like, really, so like I had some initial reactions where I was just like, oh my God, like that number is way different than it was when I was 14 and like doing this every day. Um, but then also of just like making me think about like having a different relationship to my body and like being able to see that, like my waist is literally like an inch difference from my bust because there is a human like filling up my, you know, abdominal cavity, taking up all this space. Um, and it was just really interesting to like, be able to like, look at these numbers and look at my body and just kind of take it as is without any value judgments. Like it was surprising in some ways, um, just because it was really weird because I hadn't known my measurements in a very long time. And it was something that I'd been putting off because I was uncomfortable with it. But I was like, okay, if I like want this made to order dress, I have to know this number and it's not a big deal. It's just a number, like whether or not I measure my bust, it's my body is the same size, whether or not I know the number it's not, it's not anything special. Um, but yeah, so it's just really interesting to see how, um, being put in this place of like body acceptance, um, and body neutrality has been really, really interesting. Right. And that's something that I'm curious to learn more about, you know, body positivity versus body neutrality, mm -hmm. um, and how, body positivity doesn't have to be the end all be all of feeling okay with yourself mm -hmm. um, and the body that your soul lives in. Um, but yeah, it's, we're only told that those numbers, like our measurements have value by others or other people, companies. Um, and it's important to realize that those that value doesn't come from within mm -hmm. um it's placed upon us um right. and it can put a lot of people into you know just really hard situations um mm -hmm. and that's really unfortunate but we don't have to do the complete opposite which is like body positivity like all the mm -hmm. time like I love my body it's great like there's right. nothing wrong with it you know um like that can be I guess like a trend on its own um, that people kind of hop on and and make money so from finances. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Since we're going there. Um, absolutely. I think there's, there's been some like OG people in the like um, body positive realm, which really started out of like radical, like fat activism, like fat positivity. Um, but then it's gotten like everything else, like very watered down to like, oh, and I think this comes back to what we were talking about is like body parts as a trend, like certain figures of like, oh, it's okay to be like plus size as long as, you know, your ratios are like this, um, or, you know, in this very narrow realm or like even, I don't know if you remember, and I don't keep up with, and not to say this in a like NLOG 
person way, but like, um, there was like this thing with Khloe Kardashian where she was like, they called her fat because she was by the pool and everybody like came to her defense or no, she like came to her own defense or something about how, like, I don't look fat. They're just telling me that, but it was like very hyper-focused on they're calling me fat and that's bad because I'm not actually fat. If I was actually fat, like I used to be or whatever, like, you know, that would be one thing, but like, but I'm not. And that was like the hyper-focus was not that like people were tearing her down. It was that like, um, the standard was like, I don't know, ridiculous. I feel like I'm not explaining that very well. I wasn't super invested in it, but that's just what Mm -hmm. came to mind. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, me neither. I try to block out anything they have to say about body image <laughs> yes, all the time. Absolutely. Um, but one thing I do remember from that situation was people were basically kind of calling her a hypocrite for previously pushing diet supplements and like mm-hmm. these candies that, you know, take away your appetite or something. Um, and having a TV show all about losing weight. And didn't she have like um, a book too called like revenge body or something or Probably, honestly. Yeah. And I think that was the name of her show, too. Oh, um, okay. Revenge Body. Um, and so people were like, hey, like you're being really hypocritical right now. Um, like, what's going on here? Um, and that's why I can't take them seriously. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it's a wild. Um, but yeah, I mean, and these are people that millions of people like essentially look up to that follow Mm -hmm. that see every day and whether or not you agree with what they're saying or what they're posting just the act of consuming it has an impact whether Mm -hmm. you're consciously aware of it or not sure Uh, you know hence the word influencer Mm -hmm. um and it's there's just I feel like so much of that out there where you know maybe Maybe we still follow that one model on Instagram telling ourselves, oh, well, you know, it's not about you know, the body that I'm trying to attain. It's just like, I like their content and whatever, but in real life, <laughs> deep down, maybe they are yeah. doing that. I had to, there was somebody that I really liked. I won't like name drop because there's like no hate against her or anything. Um, but she has like a really nice aesthetic. She's like really cool. Like I love her style. Um, but just her body is very different than mine. And it's just very prominent in, you know, her outfit photos and those things. And like, it would really upset me. Like when I would see her stuff, I'd be like, that looks so cute. Or that looks so good on her, but like, it wouldn't look good on me. And then I like, just like unfollowed her. Cause I was like, what, this is not helping. But then I felt bad because I was like, well, it's not her fault. Like, and I'm like, okay, but it's also not my fault. So like, I don't have to consume her content just because I like her color palette. Like at the end of the day, it doesn't make me feel good. So like, why am I looking at it? Right. And that's, that should be the whole point first and foremost, you know, at least we can feel like we have a some sense of control over like what we see um, at least on our phones, but there's mm-hmm. still so much more <laughs> out yeah. there. Yeah, and who knows, like maybe, you know, whatever body type she had in the future won't be that trendy anymore and it'll be a different body type. It could be your body type, it could be my body type. And then 
and then what you know <laughs> um how much of an impact will that have on how we feel um so yeah that's just like really interesting to think about that it's like what's it's like it's like we're in a simulation and then you're like getting upgraded to different body oh my parts God. like that's the to have. <laughs> literally. Okay. So Amy Lee is like a, um, well, she's called herself and I don't know. I know sometimes people get like very hung up on words. So I try to be mindful of like, how do people refer to themselves? So Amy Lee is like a YouTuber, Instagrammer, former influencer. She's kind of switched gears more towards like, she recently opened up like a life coaching business and is focusing her energy really on that. Um, but I think previously has called herself like an influencer. Um, but one thing that I really love that, um, I learned from her, I don't know where, if, if this is like, you know, something that she came up with herself or really, um, but she talks about her physical form as an avatar because like we are living in like a simulation and this body is just our avatar that we like can decorate and we move around and um it's not us right it's not our consciousness it's not our spiritual being it's just what we're in it's just for fun um like she had a really cool vlog about like changing her hair and like wearing like silly makeup and glitter and she's like I don't care it's just fun this is my avatar I'm gonna do whatever I want with it like it's not that serious um and I've just thought about that a lot recently I'm just like yeah like it's just a body like whatever <laughs> I um, love that oh my god do you want to talk about the what you were um your quote that you wrote about for your assignment I would love to hear your thoughts like expanded on it more right um so yes, I'm currently a graduate student and one of my classes, we had an assignment to write a personal narrative. Um, I wrote mine about being a Middle Eastern woman. Um, and so essentially the first part of my assignment was kind of just describing to my classmates what that lived experience kind of looks like, um, in which I really talked about kind of like the two-sidedness of that having a really rich and deep culture and history, but you know, living in America, a very brand new country with a whole new set of rules and finding the balance between those. Um, so at the end, I decided to put like an affirmations like section being like, I don't really know where I fit in with all these things that I said before, but here's what I do know about me and how I wanna live my life um, beyond these structures. Um, and one of the affirmations was, I am a divine consciousness in a body. My body lives under these structures, but my consciousness transcends above them and is not affected by them. Oh my God. And I was like, chills. I didn't even... <laughs> oh. Yeah. And like, I didn't even knew, like, know that I thought that until I like actually like wrote it down yes. on paper. Um, and I was like, I think that's what I've needed to hear for a while is that, you know, soul and body aren't necessarily, I mean, believe what you want to believe, but I feel like I'm safer knowing that soul and body are more separate than they are mm -hmm. together. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, living the frustrations of living under 
capitalism or patriarchy or you know racism like that could be really that can feel personal because we live in the body in which that's being done to us so it mm-hmm. and so it feels like it's happening to us but there's a level of liberation and freedom you can attain by knowing that you're like this is happening to my body a body I didn't choose to have mm-hmm. you know an identity I would was born having that I didn't choose to have and my soul goes beyond that it's capable of more than mm-hmm. these constraints so yeah that is so beautiful that is so good <laughs> I want that like on my wall in wall art form I don't know I'll work on it please <laughs> that's really really good I love that um Man, the people you were in school with are so blessed by your presence, I swear. I hope they all know. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think, you know, from from there, really, like, where, where do we want to go? Like, originally, um, this, um, when we were planning, like, what did we want to talk about this week? We were talking about um, our under eye bags. I think Ani and I both have pretty prominent, uh, I don't know if bags is also the right word, because I feel like there's like, the literal, like, lack of fat, which is like, I feel like different than the shape or something. Mm. I don't know. I feel like it's two different things, because I feel like I don't have a ton of discoloration. I just have like, a sinking hole in my skull, you know? And I know some people, especially like if you're more fair, like Ani, I think the discoloration is more, that's, I don't like that term either. The colorization is, or pigmentation is more <laughs> prominent for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, but you sent me that really funny snap that was like something, what did you say? <sighs> yeah, so under eye bags are beginning to be a new trend. And I said that Finally, it's my time to shine. Yes. I've been waiting my whole life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I. Uh, so, um, again, just shouting out all my favorite people from Instagram. So, Yasmin um, is a super cool Mizrahi um, Jewish, like, educator, influencer, whatever. Um, I'll put her, like, at in the show notes um, and Um, I'll do Amy Lee too, in case you're curious about like stuff that she does. But anyway, so Yasmin has gorgeous, beautiful, prominent under eyes. Um, And I remember I like messaged her once because she did like a body positivity post about her eyes. And I was like, you know, if I can love yours so much, then like maybe I can learn to love mine because I really um any any time that I've seen her I think her features are so striking and so gorgeous and never once did I look at her under eyes and go like oh my god why isn't she wearing concealer but like Mm. then why do I hate on my own like what is that (laughs) yeah it's a really curious thought to have Mm -hmm. yeah I mean and that's the thing is like sometimes we're so critical of ourselves but there's probably tons of people out there that are like oh I wish I had that feature, the one that I think that is like the worst one that I have. Other mm-hmm. people probably look at it and think, wow, that's awesome. I want that. Um, and it's all about perspective, you know? Right. Um, we can't see ourselves beyond a mirror or mm-hmm. a screen. So there's, and I think, oh, I'm going to really butcher this like statistic, but I think it was something like 
because we can only see ourselves in two dimension and not in three dimension, we're actually like 30% more beautiful than we like perceive ourselves to be than in a mirror. And I'm like, that's a lot. It was like a high number. Um, Even like a video doesn't do it justice, right? Well, and there's also just so much more, people are so much more dynamic than, you know, a photograph can capture a moment and be really striking. But like, you know, when I think of you, when I miss you, or when I see you, and I'm just like, oh my God, she's so radiant. She's so beautiful. Like, I'm not thinking about pictures of you that I've seen. I'm thinking about like your smile when we hang out or like, you know, things like that. Like you as a living, breathing person Mm. and like interacting with me and interacting with the world and seeing like your joy and your liveliness and like all your humanity it's not just Mm. that like you know as gorgeous as you are and you know like your makeup selfies like from your makeup page you should also tag that um you know like those photos are striking but that's not like the image I have of you in my head you know Mm. like that's that's not how you exist as like those even though I see those and then I like put 20 fire emojis underneath (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's the consciousness peeking through right Mm -hmm. the things that our body can't always on its own like show right Mm -hmm. um and I think I mean yeah that's a really great point that you bring up it's because like we use social media to like carve into history like our Mm -hmm. image right but then I rarely think of anyone's social media page when I think about a memory of them or someone mentions their name and their image pops in my head it's not their most recent Instagram pic right you know it's me experiencing them in real life Mm -hmm. um and who they are as a person in that way um yeah and that's why like sometimes trends are like I think hit or miss like you only can see them you know as a picture or as a video and then they like go away Mm -hmm. um and then we can only see ourselves in 2d so we like it's like it's like we can like compare instantly but Mm -hmm. there's so much more to it Um, like a whole experience like we're we have you know five senses six 20 I don't know we have however many (laughs) sensations that we can perceive with the world as we experience it and you know visual is only one so or if it's a video then we also have sound right (laughs) um yeah it is wild um trying to think of how else this can relate to our tarot poll today um I don't know I think the balance aspect like I think there's for me at different points in my life you know like um self-expression via my body or my avatar um if you want to use that phrase that I think is really fun um has been at points empowering and disempowering for me um right now I have like just a very weird relationship to my sense of self because I'm just like, I work from home. I'm not really seeing people. I'm like, I've been kind of burnt out on like social media. I don't even post my stories very much anymore, which is like wild. Cause I usually love posting silly stuff to my story, but I just haven't been. Um, 
but like, you know, sometimes I really love doing my makeup because it can be a really mindful and creative activity. You know, I'm picking out my eyeshadow. I'm like taking my time when I do my eyeliner. It feels like self-care. It feels like fun. And then other times it just feels like a chore or like something that's expected of me and I don't want to do it or like putting an outfit together. I'll feel like, oh my God, like, yes, this is me. This is like, I want people to be able to see how I feel, you know? And then other times it's just like, I don't care. Like give me a potato sack. I just need to go to the grocery store and like cover my business. So I feel like, um, that balance aspect of, you know, the, the two people in the tightrope, that's kind of what it makes me think of is like that, um, going back and forth between, and just navigating your relationship to your physical form. And like, how do you make that a positive experience for yourself or as positive as it can be? Mm, Exactly. Knowing that, knowing what we know about the world that we live in, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, there is so much to that. And I definitely relate to what you've been saying about like some days feeling like dressing up, other days, not so much makeup, no makeup, hair, no hair, nails, no nails. Like, (laughs) what do we do? And I feel like I used to have this thought on the first day of school all the time that was like, I don't know, this is like probably so toxic, but like, However, like I dressed or looked like makeup, hair, outfit was like the standard that I was implicitly like setting myself for the rest of the year. Like if I had to like stay at that level or like be higher, I could, if Mm -hmm. I went lower, it was like a big deal to me. Yeah. People I feel like exposed. Um, So of course at the first day of school, like you're always, most people are like, yeah like I'm gonna like put on a great outfit like Mm -hmm. do my makeup do my hair and I like doing that too so I would always do that and then two weeks would go by that energy would you know go away and then I would feel terrified of not meeting that standard that I set for myself Mm -hmm. and now I definitely wore makeup for the first day of class you know as a grad student, but there are plenty of days I've gone to class with no makeup, hair in a bun, and a sweatshirt, and I have felt like almost nothing in regards to guilt or shame about Good. doing that. I love that. You know, it's been it's almost like more comforting to be able to go to class with no makeup because then the end of my day is so easy. I don't have to worry about taking it off. You can rub your eyes whenever you feel like it. That's the only thing I hate is that I'll be like, oh, my, I have my eyebrows itchy. And then I'm like, oh, I just took off my yeah. gel. <laughs> like, no, right. being able to just yeah. like touch and rub your face is like. Mm. <laughs> Cry when I want. It's great. Yes. Cry whenever <laughs> I want. Scratch my eyebrow, rub my lashes, whatever. Exactly. Um. <laughs> So, and yeah, I don't think I ever noticed myself getting better at that until I took the time to reflect back on how I used to feel, mm-hmm. you know, because it's such a small little change over time. And I think sometimes people get discouraged with wanting to achieve either body neutrality or positivity is that you, it's really hard to see those changes in small periods of time and it, it mm-hmm. takes consistent effort to get there and it's challenging and it's tiring but it's worth it yes I feel like that's like just 
spiritual growth and journey and transformation in general is just that like consistency and effort and knowing that it's not like what you what you see from other people whether it be someone who you know has shown their journey publicly or seems very like enlightened and spiritual and you're just like wow like I want to be like them and it's like one you're seeing like snippets highlight reel whatever we all know that but then also like you're not seeing the inner dialogue that they have to have with themselves or that they've had with themselves every day for 10 years or you know, there's just so much that can't be shared. And when you're only seeing somebody's outcome, I think that can be very discouraging. Mm. And that's where people try to profit off of their image. Mm -hmm. Like knowing that that's something that other people are so desperate to have that they're willing to maybe even fake it in order to grow their business Mm -hmm. or their, um, you know, their persona. Um, but yeah, that's such an excellent point to bring up. And I don't think we talk about it really often enough. Um, there's a lot of like seminars and webinars about how to like achieve that point, but you know, are we having enough conversations about like the sucky parts of it too? Mm -hmm. And just being okay with like, I don't even want to call it making mistakes, but like feeling like we're taking you know, a step back, like two steps forward, one step back, um, Mm -hmm. still dealing with the things that we'll probably have to deal with for the rest of our life. Right. Like if I have a day where I feel more insecure, unsure of myself, that doesn't mean that I haven't grown as a person or that I'm automatically back to square one. It just means that like this day was difficult for me, or I was struggling with this thing at the moment. Um, you know, it doesn't take away from, I don't know. I feel like there's just so much like with anything, um, almost like commodification or like gamification, right? Like level, like level up, like it doesn't like knock you down. You don't lose points when you have a bad day and then everyone can just like see it above your head, like in the Sims or something, you know, like, oh, like she's not as like enlightened as she thinks she is because today she felt insecure or she said this to herself and she knows better, like whatever, like, I don't know. And it, it's really, you know, for you and yourself anyway. Um, but I think we're, we're so naturally inclined, not naturally inclined. We're so ingrained to become inclined as we grow up in this world that is so focused on like punishment um and gives us that inner critic that voice that tends to be very harsh um so it starts to become natural or second nature but that's like the programming right that we're trying to deprogram ourselves from um and it doesn't mean that you lost or anything like that if you have a particularly difficult day um with that yeah absolutely um what you were saying reminded me of an author that we had to read about for one of our classes his name is ocean bong um and essentially he talked about well of course we have toxic masculinity I mean, think about all the language that we use, that that we use on a daily basis. Um, you know, you owned that, like you killed mm-hmm. that interview. Mm-hmm. Um, 
there's so many examples of things that we do and say um, every day that inadvertently shape our mindset. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm sure that there's like certain language surrounding, you know, retail, body image, body positivity, that's like really, that feels really extreme that we're not even aware of because we've been using the same language over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. We don't even realize it yet that is having this impact on how we feel, um, you know, needing to feel an extreme happiness in our body. And if it's not that, mm-hmm. then it must mean something's wrong and then we right. spiral. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's gonna continue to be work to think about what words that we use when it comes to describing our body image. Um, you know, even fitness, you know, you like crush that workout, mm-hmm. um, you know, just like so many examples of what we say on a daily basis. It, the one that comes to mind for me is like flattering, like that is so flattering on you. And it's like, okay, but when you like boil that down, usually that just means like, oh, it makes you look thin or thinner. Like that shape is so flattering, like, because it, you know, like, does that, what are, what are we flattering? What are we accentuating? And it, you typically means the same thing for everybody all the time. Like, so that's, I think just a a more obvious one. Um, I'm sure if we Mm. brainstormed and we come up with other ones and then be like mind blown. (laughs) Right. And that's, I feel like the word flattering is often used for people who are plus sized mm-hmm. and who don't fit the norm. And that's like the best compliment, right. to, you know, to receive is like, oh, that's so flattering. Mm-hmm. You know, like, how did you make that work with your body? What? Right. Like, like wow. <laughs> so wow. brave. brave. I know. Mm. I could never. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. Um, just like the backhandedness, you know, the balance between and the power yeah. that these words. Right. Hold. I'm gonna make you feel good, but in a way that I'm actually making you feel worse in the long run. Right. And that I feel good. So that mm-hmm. way I can move on with my day mm-hmm. um, and uphold a structure that puts me at the top because yes. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so there's just a lot that comes with thinking about our spiritual growth and as it relates to body image. I mean, like we've discussed, like our bodies are carrying our souls and our spirit that we're trying to grow and our body is constantly growing too. Um, And it's just important to, I think, accept that fluctuation um, and instead of, you know, be afraid of like how your body might change, you know, look forward to it. Like my body will change. I will not keep this body as a 24 year old forever. Mm -hmm. Um, And instead of fearing that, which I find myself doing now and then, um, just looking forward to it and like accepting that. Um, And I'll probably have a much better time as I age, you know, Mm -hmm. if I'm thinking about it in a completely different way. Right. I think in with aging in a general sense, if I, if I don't get too hung up on like the body aspect or 
or just things in general. Um, when I had like my mini crisis about being 26, which sounds like super silly to anybody over the age of like 30, I know, because I've told other people and they're like, what are you talking about? But something about like being over 25 just felt like very monumentous and just weird to me. But then I think about like, you know, like, God, what a blessing it is to be 26, to have made it this far after like things that I've been through and to have grown and to see life and to be where I'm at. And like, you know, and then I'll hit 50, you know, God willing. And then, you know, like, it's just like, whoa, like, you know, people get so freaked out about aging, but then it's like, yeah, you, you got more time than other people have been lucky to have. And you're like at this place, like aging is a blessing. Change is a blessing. Um, you know, whether or not that comes in inevitably it does, unless you've got a whole lot of money, it comes with body changes. (laughs) So. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think time is a gift Mm -hmm. and because of the physical world we live in, time changes physical things, you know, animals, plants, humans, everything. Um, and it's just kind of like a, our bodies changing, I feel like is a reminder of the time passing and creating space to hold what has been and understanding that, oh, I, I, can, I can feel, I can see in a mirror that 24 years you know, mm-hmm. have passed. And it makes me understand how much, how long that is, and then look towards the next 24 and then 24 after that. Um, and just know how much can really happen and develop there and just be looking forward to it for the future. Um, but yeah, that's a perspective. That's not an easy perspective to just, you know, wake up and accept one day, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, but it really is like our outlook on, Mm -hmm. on it. So, and I don't really feel like even though my body's aging, that my consciousness is really aging either. Mm -hmm. Like maybe it it is because I'm 24, but sometimes I still feel very childlike in aspects. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't, and I know like sometimes when I think about all the things like negative things like I've seen or experienced that makes me feel like my consciousness has aged maybe not aged but maybe more weary Mm. but it doesn't stop it from like bouncing back you know having tapping back into the childlike elements of being free and Mm -hmm. happy and like explorative and curious um yeah there's like so much that goes into it. Sometimes it's hard to really describe. Like, I don't feel like we have the language to like, no point out, There's, you know, we're so limited by language and verbalization and just our minds are so expansive and our words can be so limited, especially if you're like monolingual, like me, and just like, you know, like, mm. <laughs> the feeling when you like and then it's like when I give directions and I'm like okay so do you remember that time we like met up with somebody at this place okay it's like a block over from that and that one time we went there I wore this outfit like me giving directions that's what that sounds like and then I feel like that's also me trying to describe my thoughts because I'm like okay so like just picture this but then reverse it 
and slow it down and just like modify everything that I just said. So it doesn't make any sense. Um, and that's how I feel. <laughs> so. Yay. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's, it is really hard to describe sometimes. Um, but I love that analogy it made me think of the Missy Elliott song, which she's like, what did she say? Like put back, like flip it and reverse it. Yeah, it's like yeah and then the lyrics are actually something about like a giant elephant dick or something I don't know right and then we're like oh okay that <laughs> yeah that's what we're trying to get to. yeah yeah so oh, yeah but yeah there there's a lot that comes with it um did we want to talk about like ethnic features as well as trends um I feel like we've gotten into so much this episode could be like really really long I don't know maybe we can start wrapping up and then um I think there's like a feature where listeners can send us like a voice note so maybe I'll try and like activate that and then um everybody can if you're inclined you can send us what your thoughts are and we can like follow up on it or if there's enough interest in us talking about like ethnic features either as like beauty trends or like in other ways um you know I would be happy to do that I just don't want this episode to be too lengthy um because I feel like that could be like its whole own thing um and I'm curious what the listeners thoughts are so I will um try my best I'm pretty sure there's a way um for people to be able to send us like voice notes um and you know just tell us what your thoughts are um and if you're interested in kind of more on that topic um specifically talking I think we talked a lot about like you know capitalism and in a general sense of like what it means to like live under um pressure but I think as two women of color we could probably spend (laughs) I think if we got on that we would be here for another two hours um so if you're if you're interested in an episode that specifically talks about like experiences of like being women of color and experiences with um, like body acceptance or self-image, let us know. um, And then we can plan for that for something separate. Um, Are there any affirmations that you would like to leave our listeners with for today? Oh, yeah, I'm gonna repeat the one I said earlier, um, which is, I am a divine consciousness that lives in a body my body lives under structures that my consciousness transcends. There's no limit to what my consciousness can feel and experience. And I am not limited by these structures under which my body is living on this planet, in this galaxy, in this moment of time. I love it. Um... So I have a little, I have like three notebooks, but I just pulled one open to see if I could find a good affirmation. So I'm going to leave you all with this one, um, that I am light, I am made of light, and I am a beacon of light. Um, I would also like to add love to that. So I think, you know, we as spiritual beings are made of love and light and many other things. Um, But we can be beacons of those things. We can share that joy with others. Um, I hope that getting to spend some time with Ani and I was a little beacon of 
light into your day um, for the, I don't know how long we were recording, I don't know, 30 to 45 minutes of your day that you spent with us. Um, and hopefully you can share that back with us um, with a little voice note. We'd love to hear from you. I also want to give a shout out to Tyrone um, for giving us our first tip on coffee. So um, I will also put that in the um, show notes or show description. Um, we set up a coffee page. So we will post like updates there about like behind the scenes stuff or just about like episodes and things. And you can um, comment there, I think. And then if you feel inclined um, to provide um, any kind of energy transference via currency, um, there's the option there to do it on a one-off basis or monthly. Um, I did set us a goal, a small goal for um, equipment so we can provide you a better listening experience. Um, we are working our way there. So if you feel like contributing to that, that would be fantastic. Um, but thank you so much for joining us for episode three. We hope you enjoyed. Take care. Bye-bye.